This is Bookmarked and Busy, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Welcome to Bookmarked and Busy, the podcast where I, a fanfic reader, talk to some really cool people in the fanfic community, from writers to artists and everyone in between. I'm here to be the middleman and get all the details on your favorite content on AO3 and beyond. With that being said, please remember that this is an 18 plus podcast, so please check the show notes for a content warning, trigger warning, so that we can make sure that you're protecting yourself and your space. Um, if you have any questions or anything that I might not have tagged that you think that I should have tagged, please feel free to reach out so we can get that edited as well. My name is Ren, and this week I'm joined with Grace, who's a fanfic reader and author, um, and is actually someone who I've read work from before. Um, We've met uh, via Raylo Twitter, so it's always really cool to talk to people and see people, for those who are listening. I get to see people most of the time, um, and like see people that I've spoken to online. Um, It's really cool to put faces to names. So I'm lucky, and sucks for you guys who can't see them, but... Uh, yeah, no, I'm really excited to talk to you today. So thanks for coming on. And how are you doing? I know it's like, it's early for me. I don't know what time it is for you right now. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks so much for having me. So yeah, so my name is Grace. And I am, like you said, a fanfic reader and a fanfic author. Uh, it's not super early for me. It's like 1015. I'm in the Midwest. Yeah, so uh, we'll just kind of dive into I'm sure the part that everyone is always excited to hear about, which is just kind of like your background in fan fiction, how you got started yeah. reading, how you got started writing. Um, this is kind of like the meat of the pod. So feel free to talk about whatever you want there. But yeah, how did you get started with reading and writing? Let's kind of start there first. Yeah, totally. So, okay. So I took some notes. So I might refer to those just because I get a yeah, little no. nervous. No, That's thanks. awesome. <laughs> so um I have always loved reading. I was so I'm an only child and I loved like reading books and like I didn't like to go outside as a kid. Like I was not yeah. a kid. Um and my dad actually uh loves to read as well. Um so he would read to me a lot as a kid, like bedtime stories, and we would like choose like chapter books and he would read those to me. So that's kind of where my love of reading definitely started. And my mom would do the same. She also would love to read to me. So that's where the love of reading came from. And then fanfic, uh, I was looking back. So I went and found my old fanfiction.net account. And it uh-huh. says like the date that you made the account. Uh, so it was June of 2008. So I was like 12. <laughs> which is... But that, is that's when you were reading, right? Not when you were writing, correct? So that was, I was reading. And then I looked and I checked to see when I published my first story. And that was in April of 2009. So like I okay. was like... 13 or 14 I was very what was it can I ask (laughs) yeah so it was okay it was this thing I don't know if anybody else that was on fan fiction at the time had heard of this but it was called a 10 story shuffle so what you would do is you would take your iPod shuffle and you would listen to 10 songs okay right like little drabbles based on like one couple or like one fandom or whatever but you only had the length of the song to write like whatever you were writing so it would be like these little like 10 little mini drabbles okay I feel like I feel like I heard of that but Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was through the fanfic lens like the 10 10 10 song shuffle that sounds really familiar to me Mm -hmm. but I cannot clock where I or I remember that from for like my brain because I definitely was not um actually let me let me make sure because I know yeah, I, was where you also, on I was I was on fanfic.net and it yeah. was for and I feel like I said this before 
but the I used to write Brace Face fan fiction. That was 2001. Oh my god! That's okay, amazing. so I was before. I was before. Uh, that was 2001. So yeah, no, okay, I don't know. Got it. <laughs> yeah. So I did that, and I was obsessed with at the time the musical Rent by Jonathan Larson. Okay. So I was obsessed. So that was what that was for. But I did like I was looking back and like I have a bunch of like very short stories. Like I think the longest one I published at that time, like I wrote until about 2012 was only like 6,000 words. And for me, that was like a huge deal. It was a huge multi-chapter fic for me. And now I look back at that, I'm like, well, I have one shots that are about that length. So it's just like weird. Yeah, but I wrote like a lot of Twilight. I wrote a lot of like Mm. Bella Edward and some Alice and Jasper. I mean, I didn't write it, but I love Twilight. (laughs) You read it, yeah. So it's just like so good. And like I did, I also got really into like um, the Harry Potter, like the, not the original, like, you know, the Golden Trio, but like their kids. I was like a huge rose weasley and scorpius malfoy shipper like i thought okay. that was like the coolest ship ever so like yeah it was basically what i was what i was doing at that time i wonder if if uh past you knew that the cursed child would come out but it wouldn't be it wasn't uh the weasley child right no it was harry's harry yeah it was like then. harry's yeah. kid yeah exactly and so yeah, that's so like, funny wow. <laughs> no totally so i yeah i don't remember when i that came out and i was like oh this isn't how i imagined it would mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah Man, when I tell you I went opening, opening like release day to get that book, and then I sat in my car outside the bookshop and like read the whole thing. I was, and then I was so mad. <laughs> I was so pissed off. I was like, I mm-hmm. bought this book. And I, I'm like, I can't believe I bought this. <laughs> and there was so much hype around it. And then to be yeah. so disappointed like that. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, that was that day. I remember that day, and I remember the day that um, Midnight Sun finally came out, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And the Midnight Sun is it is it good? It's, it's not, but like, okay, but it, like does it fulfill everything it I ever wanted? Really it to does. It, it totally did. Does. It did. It did, <laughs> oh, man. Good. I was like, "Oh my god, okay, this is all the perspective I wanted." And then I remember yes. like the reading and like being so excited that like we get to see more Emmett because Emmett's my favorite and I was like oh yeah. my god Emmett and Edward have the cutest red <laughs> so if you like Twilight guys and you have not read Midnight Sun this is I a Midnight like, Sun recommend plug. it like please do it's like yeah. it's not what you think because no. like yeah we had um totally off tangent but yeah like mm-hmm. we had the the gender swap story which I read and I did not like, but this is yeah. not that. It's not like it is a Twilight retelling, but it's like we could just see all the stuff that we wanted to see when like Edward is gone. What was Edward doing? Exactly. <laughs> and like basically, I like it because it reads kind of like a fan fiction. And it like, does. Like, it actually does. It's yeah. so good. And I'm obsessed. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. So, like, go read my son. Don't read Cursed Child. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um, so what got you? Let's, okay. Obviously, yeah. I know you from Raylo. Um, mm-hmm. So where, what, what's your Raylo journey? Like, when did you become a Raylo? From what film? And then, like, how did you kind of inch your way into Raylo fic? Yeah, totally. So my, like, so yeah, so like we were talking, like, I was into fanfic, yeah, from like 2008 to 2012. But then I don't know what it was. Like, I got to high school and I was like, mm, maybe I'll have different hobbies now. So I just like totally <laughs> let it go by the wayside. And then it wasn't until last, spring 
um, is when I got really into like reading and writing again. And that was kind of what eventually led me to Raylo. It wasn't the first fandom I kind of dove into. Mm-hmm. Um, I first started out with, it's a book series called From Blood and Ash. And it's kind of like a, I don't know if you've heard of it. but I think I have. I have not read it though. Yeah, so it's right now, I think the fourth book, yeah, came out a little while ago. It's going to be like a six book series. And I got into it because it's basically like a vampire werewolf, like chosen one love story. Mm. So I was like, oh, this is checking all the boxes. Okay. Uh, But the third book ended on a cliffhanger. So I was really mad. And I was like looking (laughs) on fanfic.net and I was like, okay, there there was like literally no tag for the story. Like the author didn't even have their own tag, I don't think, on the website. So I was like... Okay, so then I just typed into a search bar on Google. I was like, from Blood and Ash fan fiction, and AO3 popped up. And I had never mm. heard of AO3 before. So I was like, okay, what's this? I checked it out. And I was like, oh, I'm obsessed. So then I started writing for From Blood and Ash. And then from there, like, I started doing, like, Shadow and Bone first. So then mm. I got, I read those books. And then I was like, I used to never like any couples that weren't canon, basically. So I was like, I am pro Ron and Hermione. I am pro like whoever. And then I read Shadow and Bone and spoiler alert, like they're in, at least in the original trilogy, they're not Endgame, Darklina. So oh. I was like, yeah. So I was like, okay, maybe I will give this a try though. So then I started reading Darklina. I started writing Darklina. And then when I was doing like reading and research and like certain tags for Darklina is when I stumbled upon a Raylo fic and I was like, what is this? So then that's how I got you it. You had the reverse pipeline. So I yeah. Say, yeah, the pipeline was always like it Darklina, from what I've seen, people mm-hmm. caught on after Raylo, at least in my yeah. spaces. So you had it the other way around. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so because like so last summer and a little bit like into the fall, I was writing, it was like a Dom sub like series Mm. for dark lena and like i am pretty vanilla in like my actual life but then like i always liked reading like bdsm fix and i like like the idea of it and researching it so Mm. like ao3 is really useful for that because like if there's a specific kink that like maybe i don't know much about or i haven't found much online reading in fic like i know it's not always accurate i know it's not always how it is in real life but like for the fantasy aspect of it it's perfect and that Mm. was how i got into raylo was like it was like some unfinished which i couldn't find it then i was trying to look back for it and i can't find it now but it was like an mm. unfinished Ray Ben BDSM fic. And I was like, wait a minute, Raylo, this is interesting. And then I started talking <laughs> to one of my friends who also is like into Star Wars and like nerdy stuff. Cause like my dad loves Star Wars. Like we watched, like we went to go see the prequels like in the theater, like we saw it together and it was cool. And like, he's definitely like an original trilogy person. And I am fully a sequel trilogy person. But my one friend was like, yeah, you should really watch. Cause I had only seen The Force Awakens. I hadn't seen okay. um, The Last Jedi and I hadn't seen <laughs> the rise of skywalker oh, God. i know i was like that's a whole other thing but my friend was like no but like the ray and ben or like the ray and kylo storyline like it like sounds kind of like you know like a teen romance like enemies to lovers and i was like oh that sounds cool so then like i went home and i watched the last jedi and the force awakens and, or the rise of skywalker and i was like <gasps> and it just opened up my mind and then i was hooked so that was That's my story. So, so you watched them. So you watched them at home. You didn't see them in the theater. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep. So sometimes yeah. I kind of wish that like I was a later fan because then maybe I wouldn't have been disappointed. But then because <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah because I only got into Star Wars because of the Force Awakens. So like I had friends mm-hmm. that tried to get me into Star Wars. Like in my in my um 
20s because i had a friend who was really obsessed with star wars and i'm just like i'm not i'm not in i'm not into this like i don't know Mm -hmm. what it was about the originals and the prequels or i was just like not into the originals and then in the prequels i was like anakin's so creepy like why do people that, like this like yeah, i just i love it i couldn't i couldn't i was like he's so creepy this yeah. is so weird and they're calling this love and then like of course i'm na- naive little me and then i watched like i saw the trailer for the force awakens and i saw john Boyega, and i was like oh i was like hey yeah, that like, guy oh, kind of yeah. looks like me and so like because mm-hmm. like you know you have representation matters and so when i went i was like oh that was like my first star wars experience in a theater and it was so fun and then Mm -hmm. yeah then that's kind of what made me go back and watch all the other ones with a new Mm -hmm. lens of like okay what's this about and i i I understand why people like them i still think it's creepy but like yeah (laughs) i watched but like i got more context when i watched clone wars which kind of Mm -hmm. really helped so like if anyone's listening and you've only seen the prequel movies and you think Anakin's weird and creepy, uh, go watch the go Clone watch Wars the other show. Stuff, yeah. yeah, like the show really fills in a lot for the prequels and kind of helps you understand Anakin a lot more. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so like, you know, then I saw all of the subsequent ones in movies in the theaters and being a new fan, I was so excited. And then obviously you get to the Rise of Skywalker and you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, <wait a> <laughs> I've invested yeah. it's like the first child you invested all this emotional energy oh into yeah it. oh yeah like I I will never forget the end of the Rise of Skywalker sitting in the theater with my friend and we were just like silent like Aww. watching the credits roll and I was just like what just happened yeah. <laughs> and yeah so like I'm always jealous of people who like didn't get into it until yeah like i knew what i was out. getting into yeah, yeah like totally. everyone are, like you guys you didn't have to pay to see it in theaters you didn't have nope. to wait that long between you could just back to back and just not even worry about it like exactly uh, i wish i had that <laughs> no um, it's definitely yeah it's definitely a good thing. like i'm a like so okay i love spoilers also like most of the time like if i'm gonna watch a movie especially if i'm gonna go see it in theaters and i get really yeah. stressed i'm like all right i'm gonna read the entire synopsis and see what happens so i'm definitely i love spoilers i used to read the last page of books before i would read them that's so funny i i yeah. like spoilers for certain things because mm-hmm. yeah sometimes i like to know what i'm getting into mm-hmm. and for me i don't really like like I understand the concept of spoilers and I know that people don't like them for whatever reason, but for me, I'm like, it's only spoiling. Like it's like, it's like reading, right? So like you only get the context of what's written down. You have no idea Mm -hmm. how it gets there. You don't know, like the tone, you know, like there's like a difference between like being fully spoiled and then being just like, okay, I like it. I like what I'm reading. And then you go in and it's still like, it's not a spoiler. Cause it's like, you get to experience like the feeling of it all. So like, I like to be spoiled for certain things as well but it does spoiled in quotes but like it never ruins my enjoyment i'm still always oh, like same. oh like sick mm-hmm. that's cool like because you never yeah. have context for anything um exactly but i didn't spoil myself for star wars but i do <laughs> like i do spoil myself for mcu movies just because like there's so many oh, of them totally and oh my god yeah i can't always get to the theater to see them all so i i always like read them so that if someone says something online it's not like a so then you're not like, you're like yeah oh, man, no. yeah. Totally. yeah yeah so yeah because i still haven't seen like love and thunder i, yeah, I think the last well, the last one i saw was multiverse of madness but mm-hmm. but yeah so like i read thor spoilers because i'm like i i don't know when i'm gonna get around to seeing it because it's not coming up on disney plus till disney plus day which is like september 
Ace, yeah, it's not for I a think. while. Yeah. No. Yeah. My cousins spoiled it for me. They're like, yeah, we saw it. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. Cause like, I like yeah. Marvel. I'll watch it. But like, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, looking at your, your Raylo, which we don't, speci- we don't have to talk about Raylo the no, whole time, yeah. but since that's where, that's what I predominantly read. Um, totally. uh, you, it says that you posted your first one in August of 2021, which is not that long ago. So you're, no, yeah, it's you're like already ago. coming up on your, yeah, like over your yeah. year anniversary of Raylo. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've read this first one, but okay, yeah. how did how did this one come about? Like, what what made you sit yeah. down and write with arms wide open, which I'm going to link down below so people right. can have that. <laughs> okay, have that. so a little context. Yeah, so last summer I was reading, like I said before, like I was reading a lot of Dark Lena. And so that I was reading, um, it's a series, it's by um, a Dark Lena writer called, I'm going to butcher how you say their username, but I think it's X. Ex- Ekphrasis, I can send that to you. But they were writing, um, they were, it was like a Darklina Cottage Core AU. And it was mm. a bunch of like interconnected fix, which is how I also like to write fix. I like to write like maybe not one shots or maybe like two story or two chapter stories, but they're all like within the same universe. So they were doing mm. that. Um, and I was just obsessed. It was so good. And it made me just kind of think about how like I, a lot of times would read fan fiction, like smutty fan fiction and be like, all right, now I'm in the mood. So I'm like, what if Ray was doing that and then got like kind of into a smutty mood and then was like to Ben, like, hey, by the way, mm. um, let's get it on. And so I mentioned the Dark Lena Cottagecore in the fic, but that's not actually what Ray's reading. Ray was reading an AVO fic because I wanted oh, to like play yeah. with like the Kylo and Kira, which is like what like obviously a lot of people will use in fandom like as like if they want to talk about like ray and ben's counterparts so i was writing mm-hmm. it as if it was abo but like that was kind of what started the whole thing going is like thinking about like how people react when they read fan fiction and kind of like what it could inspire in real life so mm-hmm. yeah that was kind of what I, that. yeah i love having that conversation where it's like um like at what point do we like in like we real people yeah <laughs> give our spouses fanfic and we're like can you read this? And then yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like, I feel like it should be like a dating requirement where it's like, mm-hmm. here's my list of like the fanfics that I like read them and come back to me. And then like, you know, literally, yeah. Like, so we can like compare. And there are actually, I've read a couple, like I've read a trope where it's like, yeah, like people, like a couple in a fanfic will come up with like a list of kinks or a list of stuff. And then like you compile the list and it's like, all right, let's do this together. So it's like, it's kind of yeah. like that. And I think yeah. that's really great. And so like, it's funny because I, when I first started writing the one multi-chapter I'm working on in From Blood and Ash, like I'm, it's been over a year and I'm still not done, but I'm going to get there. But there was like some of the chapters and I would ask my boyfriend to read them and I'd be like, can you read this? But like, so his lang- his first language is Spanish and I write in English. And so like mm. he would translate it and read it. And it was cool because he was like, oh yeah, this is really cool. But then like I started writing so much that it's just like he couldn't keep up with it or whatever. So I'll just kind of yeah. like mention stuff sometimes. But like it's definitely not. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> um so i think i actually um i feel like maybe i did read that one uh okay, a, while, yeah. a while ago because it's starting to sound a little bit familiar uh-huh. um but one that i did read that um i really enjoyed was um the farmer's market au because i <gasps> yeah. talk about farmer's market AUs with my best friend all the time <laughs> or like not AUs, but like farmer's market boyfriends because like mm-hmm. <laughs> 
they have yep. a certain look to them and i'm like oh yeah. i bet he goes to the farmer's market and he's literally like, they're like he's like a farmer's market dad where he like has his little kid and he's got his little like reusable totes at the farmer's market mm-hmm. so like i love farmer's market AUs. Yeah, um same. And I really did enjoy that one. So how how did that one come about? <laughs> yeah, so that one, let me check. I'm going to try and check. Do you have the date for that one? Uh, probably... November 2021. Okay. Yeah, so I was in, I was already in Spain again because I'd gone home last summer for like my first visit since like the pandemic really got bad. So that was cool. Mm. But yeah, so that was like fall. So I was probably feeling a little nostalgic. A lot of times like I'll draw not totally on like my own experiences, but just like themes or like little bits and pieces of stuff that like reminds me of home. So Mm -hmm. in my hometown, they do like a Saturday like farmer's market and it's down like by the lake and like it's really nice. Mm -hmm. And I used to go there a lot like when I was younger and like it it just kept going (laughs) as I got older. So like I used like I used that when I was feeling a little nostalgic and a little bit like oh wouldn't it be cute if like Rain Ben like met at a farmers market and then yeah that's kind of where that that came from so yeah I love that um, hey. I love that anytime uh, <laughs> and I, I think this one is I think you wrote this one or it could just be like a generalized like thing is cool. like the way that you guys write Ben when he sees Ray for the first time but like it's it's like in situations where he's not expecting her to be there. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I don't know. I, it's so soft. There's something soft about that where he's just like minding his yeah. business. And he's like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> like, like, oh, my God. This is the love of my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, totally. I love it's a so soft cute. Ben Solo. Me yeah, too. no, I do. <laughs> like, yeah. I love Ben when he's soft. Um, and I love like Kylo when he's not but I love Kylo when he's not but he sometimes is but I don't like when this is just a preference I don't like when Ben is soft but he's sometimes mean because I'm like Ben is not mean he's not the mean boy he's the soft boy you gotta keep (laughs) but like I'll read read mean Ben but it's just like Mm -hmm. it's like almost trying to like watch a small dog be mean when it's like a Ben Sorry. I totally, love yeah, I totally agree. And I think that's why I like Darklina because, like, it's nice because Alexander, like Sasha, as we lovingly call him a lot of times, like he is also like totally like a soft boy sometimes, but it's easier for me to see him as mean. So, like, a lot of mm-hmm. times, like, if I'm gonna read like a mean story, I'll, I'd rather read mean Sasha than read mean Ben. So I told, I totally know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I think I had another one um, that I liked that I read, which was mm-hmm. oh, your flip Zimmerman. Who? <gasps> yeah, um, that's my man's. Uh, yeah. I love Flip Zimmerman so much. <laughs> um, Black Klansman was such a jarring movie to watch as an Adam yeah. Driver fan. Uh, I watched it in theaters, and um, <laughs> I left when I left the theater. My friend was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like. It's like I know that like he was just acting, but it's like, so weird. Yeah, hearing him say the n word and like, yeah. <laughs> and like I like I know it's it's fine, it's fine. But yeah, no, yeah. I love I love Flip Zimmerman, um, mm-hmm. and I love that fic that you wrote. So, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what what's your what was your experience with like Black Klansman, and then like um, yeah, how, how did that fic come up? Because you, it's mm-hmm. a um. It's a yeah. bar AU, right? It or is they... a bar AU. Yeah. yeah, it's a bar AU. And I think I could be wrong, but that might have been the first time I wrote Daddy Kink. So I think mm. like, 
So with that one, I'm going to be honest, I had actually not seen, I've seen it now, I've seen Black Landsman, but when I wrote that fic, I hadn't seen it. I had just seen like the manips and I'd seen like the gifts and I was like, okay, Adam Driver in this role is so hot, like the mm -hmm. flannel and the hat. And I was like, okay. So I watched a couple of clips like on YouTube and then I was like, I'm just going to go for it. I don't know. And I think like I was like trying not to like do work for school and I was like, I just need a distraction. So I think that's kind of where that came from. Like I just sat down and wrote it. Mm -hmm. And then I watched Black Klansman later and I was like, oh my God. But yeah, it was the same kind of thing where it's like, it's so jarring to see, to see him do that. And then also like Topher Grace, like watching him be like David oh. Duke. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, so, that, yeah. That's a, that's a fantastic movie. Um, and I feel mm -hmm. like it's one of like in, in Adam Driver's list of films like that's one of the ones that not a lot of people talk about as much yeah and that that's fair like <laughs> like it's not it's not for everybody um oh, yeah. but it's one of one i mean he's just a good actor in general and i do want i do say that's one of his like best performances um mm -hmm. i i find that i like him best when he's like when he does make you feel a little uncomfortable uncomfortable yeah. Yeah. Cause you can tell <laughs> that he's an actor that does it with such a respect and a reverence yeah. that he's not doing a caricature. He's not doing anything right. disrespectful. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. Totally um, so, but so yeah. like, yeah, that one, that one's definitely in my top, yeah. like three favorite Adam driver, like roles, not movies, yeah. but roles. Yeah. But, like, like roles. Totally. Yeah. And like, yeah. And with that fic too, like, I remember because like that one's called Dancing Queen and like I, it was because I also am obsessed with ABBA and Mamma Mia. So I was, I was listening to a lot of ABBA songs and I had first an idea like I have one of the series I have for Raylo and it's with arms wide open as part of that is like it's a college AU where they meet in college and they're college sweethearts and they get married and all that. And like I wanted to do a fic where like it took like some ABBA lyrics either from Dancing Queen or like Man After Midnight or like one of those things but then it just never kind of panned out like I still have it in the back of my mind like I really like that AU so I'm like maybe at some point I'll get back there but yeah so that was Dancing Queen was kind of like the is kind of the inner not intermediate but like kind of the the middle ground of like what I had been planning on doing and then what like mm -hmm. actually came out of my fingers when I put them on the keyboard mm -hmm. um is and then is um Oh my god, I had just... Uh, we, is We Shouldn't your first and only non-con? Or have you yeah. written other ones after that? Okay. No, so um, that, yeah, for Raylo is the only one, yeah. Okay. Do you mm -hmm. write Do you write any of that for Dark Lena, mostly? I haven't yet, no. Mm -hmm. But, like, I've got, obviously, ideas and, like, I've thought. But, like, yeah, with Raylo, yeah, I just felt... I think I felt a little bit more comfortable starting off with Raylo because there are, like, the Dark Lena fandom, like, and in the Raylo fandom as well, like there are just so many talented writers, like stuff like that. Like I get a little intimidated because I'm like, oh my God, other people have done this so well. They've done it better. Like I'm not, so, you know, mm -hmm. so I haven't quite gotten there yet. But yeah, with Raylo, yeah, I really like that one, actually. Like I know, which is like, it's a tough topic, but it's consensual non-consent is the other thing, which right. I feel like gets revealed later. It's also in the tags because I'm like, I don't want anyone to feel like blindsided by it and stuff like that so that's why i really i like the tagging system on ao3 too because i feel like as Same. a writer i'm covered and then as a reader yeah. i'm also covered you know what you're getting into so yeah i mean that's assuming that everyone is tagging their things appropriately which yeah sometimes i don't but um mm -hmm. like for the most part yeah I, everyone's yeah. I mean, but I'll read anything. So like, I right. kind of don't pay. I don't pay attention to the tags at all. I okay, just yeah. read. Yeah, I just read what it's about, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> like, good. Yeah, and like even too, there's like the creator chose not to use content warnings. I'm like, yeah. or you know, so like people, you know, you know what you're getting into, or you like you said, you don't, but you read it anyway. 
So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. there's nothing that I've like there's I <laughs> I literally tell my friends that this too, like there's absolutely nothing that I won't read. I will read yeah. <laughs> a lot of stuff on AO3 and mm-hmm. it's because I know how to separate like fiction like you know it's works of fiction so like yeah. none of that stuff bothers me I do understand and 100% um, understand if that's a thing for people where like they can't mm-hmm. read it for one reason or another but I don't yeah. have any like hard limits with reading because I'm just like no, someone took the time to write this for yeah. one reason or another and mm-hmm. like I'm gonna read it <laughs> so like in, in the real world outside of fan fiction when I'm like reading books like tangible books and all my friends are like oh this book is spicy and I'm like you haven't read spicy yeah like you this have, is, no, you have idea. no idea <laughs> I'm like you don't know any of the shit that I've read all of mm-hmm. this is like this is like soft this is soft to me <laughs> literally oh, it's, I totally oh my god <laughs> which totally. is like I love reading books and so like I want to read people's like romance and like people's mm-hmm. smutty books but like it's not anything to me I'm like I've this is this is this is great for a published yeah. book like 100 like percent Tuesday afternoon you know? yeah yeah but I'm also like yeah like I just read Neon Gods and I'm like I'm so mm-hmm. glad that Neon Gods is published because it's like that's a pretty smutty book to be on a shelf like 100 yeah. percent is it the smuttiest thing I've read absolutely not no <laughs> but, like, totally but like for I, a published work for a publisher okay. it's really good and so mm-hmm. like whatever all my friends are trying to like give me the smuttiest things they've read and I'm like guys <laughs> yeah like just you wait <laughs> i could send you links that would scare mm-hmm. you so like <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> um so what's your favorite like um what are some of your favorite tropes to write um and yeah. read if you like to write and read separate things um do you have mm-hmm. some that you reach for the most yeah i would say like in terms of reading oh, i have a little list let me see so like i love i'm obsessed with abo and i know that you also read abo yes. right yeah yep. so i <laughs> i love it i love it i love alpha ray omega ben i love yeah. omega ray alpha ben i'll read any of it i love it Same. Oh <laughs> so good um like I said before like I really like the dom sub like aspect and I've read really good ones where obviously Ben is the dom and then Ray is the submissive I've read other ones where Ray is the dom and Ben is the submissive I love those um I really like so I don't I've never worked in an office and I probably never will work in an office I love reading office romances like Mm. co-workers to lovers I think that's really cute um and I like yeah I like a lot of modern AU I'll read a fix it and I've written one fix it but like i it's not you know what i tend to go towards and then like i love a sugar daddy fic i love a reading kink fic like i love you know like i love soft stuff like i love it when they're in love like i'll read miscommunication and slow burn and misunderstandings but like i like it when i know like a happy ending is guaranteed Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i i've i've rarely read um fix where the ending isn't good um mm-hmm. <clears throat> i can't even think of any that i might have read where the ending isn't happy but yeah, yeah. happily happy ever after or like um like ambiguous open ending which is fine it's mm-hmm. like sure. you can you can tell like uh like it's oh, not, yeah it's not they're bad. gonna figure it out yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly my yeah in my fanfic of this fanfic i know they yeah <laughs> they're fine <laughs> totally. um and I yeah. do love office AUs as well. And then mm-hmm. I love when it's an ABO office romance because it's just like even yeah. better. <laughs> or yeah. you're just you took it and you elevated it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, those are those are some of my favorite ones too. I I do love um I'm sort of getting into right now um 
what 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 is it uh i'm trying to dive more into and this is why kind of like halloween time for fix because it's when yeah. all like the, mon- the monster fucking fix come out all right <laughs> i just because i just read ice planet barbarians and okay yeah I, like, I haven't read it but i've heard a lot about it so i'm like like I give it if you ice. really love the breeding kink that's that's mm-hmm. the series for you um yeah it's not like my favorite, but hmm. I do love it for like the comedy. I do love it for the fact that it's just, she literally was just like, I, I think the story behind it was that she mostly wrote a lot of like bad boy stories, like mean boys. And she was like, I want to write good boys. And so yeah. <laughs> she wrote this series and literally if you just want himbos, like it's a book. Yeah. I love me a himbo. Let me read like, about the himbos. And like they're just they're legitimately ribbed for her pleasure. Like they have bumps everywhere on their bodies. And they're just like <laughs> you're like, yeah, actually, like I too would want to I do want this. <laughs> I want this. So like <laughs> I've always known that like maybe I might like monster fucking fix. I, I've read a couple of them. Some of them yeah. never like were like some of them I was like, oh, I'm interested in this like concept, like when he's an alien or something, mm-hmm. or like something creepy. Yeah. But like I haven't found one where I'm like, huh, other than vampires and werewolves, which like yeah, I guess those are, are like great. the yeah. the softer the softer ones. But um mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited to read more uh like the Halloween time monster fucking or or something that the like all the authors do where it's like Yep, I don't know, sea monsters. I've read mermaids. That yeah. one, that's pretty interesting. I've read <laughs> yeah. I've read yeah. Serpents and I've read, yeah, I've read Mothlo. Have you read Mothlo? I have not read that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I, will look, I will look into that one. <laughs> yeah, I there was one, oh my god, and I can't think of who wrote it or when it was or even what it's called, but like it was one where Ben was like a moth man and like he had all these moths like at his house or something and he hires ray to like be the caretaker of the moths and stuff and she like goes outside and like meets kylo the moth and it's just like as they yeah so that was interesting really good. Yeah. yeah i'll see if i can find that in my bookmarks i'll send it to you after but, like, sick yeah, yeah really i want to read that um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like we're, we're, we're approaching seasonal um uh mm-hmm. Raylo fix and that it's like my favorite time of the year like when we get like christmas ones um yeah. i mentioned previously like i'm not really into halloween ones because i don't yeah. really like the spooky ones but um mm-hmm. i'm really jazzed to get more into like monster monster fucking fix so like yeah. <laughs> that's, there's that's also kind of... <laughs> another user i know let me look her up on twitter give me one okay because then i know there's someone who I think like has so many fix or it's like if you isn't Chibi want... right monster fucking fix or am I so Chibi yeah I've read a lot of theirs and then there's also okay. um Jen of the Midwest is what uh her username is on Twitter let me check but I think she's got a different username on Ao3 and now I'm gonna like sorry waste all your time looking for no it's it. fine let me. But yeah, so Jen of the Midwest, like literally her like line on Twitter is crackalicious weird monster time. And then there's like a bunch of like monster emojis. So like she's definitely got um like monster I think <laughs> I that I was recommended. Stuff. Hold okay. on. Does she yeah. have that pin the pin tweet that's like all of the the weird fix? Yeah. Yes. So yeah, well, okay. actually, yeah, and her yeah. 
she was also one of the ones doing the the Rayla no, abortion funds drive. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So like Jen is great. So let okay. me see. I will link them for people who want to um, yeah. check out their stuff and right. potentially get some good monster monster fucking. Exactly. Yeah. So like shout out to anyone who will push any boundaries because I'm like, I love reading creepy yeah, shit. I love same. writing. Yeah. So I'm just like bring it on. Um, so <clears throat> with uh let's talk about Dark Lena because I don't really know a lot about that. Um I yeah. have not I have not read mm-hmm. the books and I have not seen the show. It's okay, much yeah. like uh <laughs> it's it's much like um hell tier for me because i haven't seen stranger things mm-hmm. yet it's on my uh Same. it's on my halloween watch halloween time watching list so i will be watching it mm-hmm. i'm just a, i'm like a seasonal watcher so like mm-hmm. i i have to it has to be the right season for me to watch certain things so like stranger things reads a spooky so it's like i'm gonna save it for halloween time anyway totally, yeah uh, that's totally. one of the ships where it's like i don't I don't know anything about them other than what Twitter tells me. Yep. <laughs> so, which in Twitter makes it sound great. Um, yeah. So with Dark Lena, which is the the pipeline before Hell Tier for Raylos. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, when that when that got when that was really popular, when I had been seeing it a lot, mm-hmm. um, I definitely saw the the uh, Raylo sort of connection there because we love tall and and broody and short yep. and sassy is from uh-huh. what i gathered from that ship so yeah you've read the books and have, yeah. you've seen the show right i have yeah okay. and i really okay. i liked the show i'm gonna say i like the show a lot better than i like the books okay. um, i don't like where they took the books and that's just you know it's why we have fan fiction it's like sometimes right. you don't like how things turn out and um yeah no i really like dark lena and like you mentioned like yeah the raylo dark lena pipeline has given us some amazing authors like i love mm-hmm. Like, there are certain authors who, like, I know whether they're writing Raylo or Dark Lena, I'm going to fucking love it. And I just, it's amazing. So um, I like Dark Lena a lot because I think some of the, some of the ideas or, like, some of the tweets I'll tweet out, like, this is, like, an idea for a story. Like, I like how it would be, like, if it was Ray and Ben, but, like, it doesn't quite either match how I picture them in my head or, like, how I think I'd be able to, like, characterize them in a story. So that's why I like Dark Lena because, like they're similar like you said but different enough where like I have an easier time writing Alina like for example like in a lot of my fics I'll have her be kind of anxious or kind of soft and like with Ray I think also a lot of ways that people characterize her she could also be anxious and she can all be obviously also be soft but like she has a different sort of inner strength than I think Alina does and so for me it's easier to kind of write Alina and I like to that like like I said before, Ben is usually just totally soft boy and I like him like that. But like Alexander mm-hmm. can be kind of maybe not quite as soft or like you can kind of play a little bit more around, at least in my, from my perspective, you can play around with it in a different way. And just like gotcha. the fandom is different too. Like from what I've noticed, I'm not going to say this, like this is not a blanket statement. This is just what, from what I've noticed on my Twitter feed is where like, I would say Raylo is more like my age group and maybe up and then dark lena is more like my age group and maybe down with some exceptions oh obviously. okay so like because like i'm right on the cusp so like i was born in 1995 so like i de- i consider myself a millennial but i know that i'm definitely a very young millennial and like a lot of gen zers are like who's really into dark lena and that obviously like i said that's not true for everyone but like i think so it's just like the way the fix are written and like kind of like the themes and stuff it's just a little different mm. and also the the fandom is so it's not new but it's just very fresh and it's like really easy to get like a lot of engagement because like there are way less 
Darklina fix and there are Raylo fix. So two, I think for me, it was good starting out as an author because like, if you start with Raylo, which there's like, what, at this point, 27 or 28,000 fix published, it's really hard to kind of build readership and to kind of feel like your voice is being heard, not in a bad way, because there, there's just so much content. And with Darklina, mm -hmm. there's a little bit less because it's newer. And so it's kind of easier to get your foot in the door and feel like, oh, like people are reading what I'm writing and like mm -hmm. your feedback, which I think is really important if you're a new writer. So or yeah. a writer that's just starting out again, you know, so that's um that's a really good point that you made about the like the difference between um getting getting seen in red and Raylo versus like a smaller ship because i know uh -huh. that a lot of the conversation that i've seen in regards to that is like people aren't um getting amplified the same way uh -huh. in in some people aren't getting amplified the same way as others in the Raylo space which like I understand. Uh, I and I also think maybe that does have something to do with um, not. I know that Ao3 specifically does not have an algorithm, but yeah. like Twitter and social media does. So it's mm -hmm. like uh, if you're someone who has been writing for a long time, but your Twitter, you know, presence maybe not be the the best. Yeah, I can see how it would get drowned out. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I also, I just wish that there's a way that we could get. And that's why I started like Saturday Support Club. And I know there's mm -hmm. like yeah. what you read in Wednesdays. And like I yep. love all these days of the week where people can amplify the smaller fix. Um, totally. Because it does, it does suck. And it does also suck that you would have to go into a completely new fandom. Yeah. To get but it also, scene. but it yeah. does help. I know that it yeah. would help, you know, like people right. see that you write Darklina, but also that you write Raylo. So they like backtrack. So it's like, the yeah. reverse pipeline that happened to you <laughs> exactly and for me i think it worked out but like i also i will just say because i've seen i know kind of what you're talking about where people will like and like you know will call other like accounts out for like saying like oh like the you aren't amplifying voices so i think you would do a great job of that so anybody that's telling you that you don't like is just like oh thanks don't you know because it's, no, like, it's, I... it's like you know it's half of what it's what people want to read. It's what people want to write. Right. Like it's just, it's all personal. And like, I think on the one hand, yeah. Like, do I like it when like a tweet that I post, like that has like whatever story, like, do I like it when it gets a lot of engagement? Yeah. Does it make me feel any less about the story that I've written? If it maybe gets like a 10th of the hits of another story? No, it doesn't. Cause I know that I wrote what I wanted to write and what right. I wanted to read, you know, but like, I get that for not that's not the same that's not the case for everyone you know yeah so. yeah i think it is in how you are navigating the space like um yeah. i never went into this podcast uh with the mindset of like i'm gonna be the most popular podcast and like everyone's mm -hmm. gonna like it, it that's not how I, I like i'm not doing it just to gain points and yeah and popularity i'm doing it because I liked reading fan fiction and then mm -hmm. it just so happened to be that like i realized that not a lot of people were getting amplified so it's like come come over here like let's yeah talk. Like, let's talk about it no, <laughs> and I think yeah that's great. It, yeah and and then no one usually no one hasn't yet come for me for like not amplifying it's mostly that I don't know any drama like I'm so yeah. removed from fake drama that like yeah like, <laughs> like you guys I'm I'm 34 and I have a job and yeah, I don't like, spend my time on the internet totally. all the time. So I don't know what's going on. And yeah. if I happen to talk about someone that's been in something, like, you guys have to tell me because I don't know. <laughs> exactly. And if you're newer to the fandom, like, you're yeah. the fandom, no, and I feel the same. And it's like, I just think, too, 
like I obviously I take this very seriously. This is one of like my favorite hobbies. This is one of like a like as of right now who I am. Like this is one of the defining aspects of my personality. But it wasn't always like that, and it right. might not always be like that. You know, right. I think we have to as people who consume any sort of content, you have to be kind of conscious of the fact that yeah, like. People have other lives outside of the Twitter screen or outside of the mm -hmm. AO3 screen. Like we have a whole, like whatever you would read in a fic of the whole universe of the characterization, those are real people's lives too. So it's like, yeah, like I think it's important to take it seriously, but also like, you know, it shouldn't totally be the only lens you see yourself through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for so. sure. Um, I, I do encourage anyone listening that might be um, like discouraged with, uh, you know, maybe not getting amplified. Tweet at me. Uh, tweet yeah. um, my the bookmark busy pod. Your like anything that you post, and I'll retweet it. Like tag me. That's what I do for uh, little known Raylo. She'll uh -huh. she'll um, she'll tweet me like whatever fic that she's talking about, and I just retweet it. Like it only takes a second for me to retweet a fic. I can yeah. definitely do that for you. <laughs> I know <laughs> that like my my particular engagement isn't that large right now, but like it's better than like nothing. Um, and, and also, like, if you feel comfortable coming on the pod, like, sign up and be on the pod. I would love to have you. But, um, again, I don't know what I don't know. So, like, people who get mad at me for <laughs> talking yeah, to people. Yeah, can't wait for Ren, you guys. Yeah, nice. like, yeah, people who get mad at me for talking to you or about people that I had no idea were in drama. Like, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not, I can't vet everyone. I kind of just no, got to. Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm providing a really fun free service. So, like, yeah. guys. <laughs> and we as writers and readers appreciate at least speaking from my point of view yeah. and like another thing too speaking to like twitter so like when i first started writing again i just used my personal twitter like with my whole like my name and my face and like uh -huh. the people that i know in in real life so like i just got on like specific fandom twitter like a year ago but then i didn't make my own like that's definitely another thing if people like don't have their own like like specifically an account for fandom twitter definitely like do that mm. and that's the time to like build up your profile because like i just started that i think in like january and like i get a different level of engagement because obviously like i'm not worrying about oh like i can only post like i can't post about my personal life or whatever so like that's another thing and like about like because a lot of people like having like mutuals and stuff like that and like maybe they might be like a little like nervous to like tweet at someone or be like oh i loved your work and like i used to feel like that and i'm like no like any sort of positivity is good in that kind of space so like just if you're like feeling weird about like tweeting about something or at somebody like just at them and be like hey loved your work or like wow this sounds really cool like just put yourself out there that's another way to mm -hmm. get more engagement i think so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like uh, i definitely understand the fear of talking to people but but um like if this is something that you're really passionate about mm -hmm. uh i i view it the same way as like when you're i mean your writing is free it's not necessarily a business per se but yeah. um you know you kind of gotta you gotta put yourself out there um and and market yourself i really hate saying mm -hmm. that but it's like that's just yeah. the way of the world <laughs> totally and like one of my um, favorite things to do after a fic is to make a mood board and like i've noticed that fix that i tweet about with a link and a mood board will get more engagement than ones if i just post a link so it's like it's just stuff like that like you know people like visual content as well as stuff. yeah yeah um so when you um let's see when you are getting down to write, because I do love kind of talking about the writing process a bit too, mm -hmm. do you tend to outline your fakes or where does your inspo come from? Because I know like some people mm -hmm. do 
writing prompts only like they'll do mm -hmm. like the twitter writing prompts or yep. um oh my god my cat okay um <laughs> He's so big and he just jumped up here and I'm like, please. He just wants to be in your space. <laughs> um yeah, like do you mostly do like writing yeah. prompts to to come up with ideas? Or um you did mention like some of them are from like your real life. And mm -hmm. with those, do you outline or do you just sit down and you just go for it and then post it? <laughs> yeah, I usually honestly I just raw dog it usually. Okay. I, just go for it. <laughs> like, I literally I was thinking about that yesterday. I was like, Oh, because I know you usually ask those questions. So I was like, oh my God. So I will, I will say like, I kind of, it depends. Like it depends on my mood. It depends on like what I'm trying to write. So like, mm -hmm. for example, like I love those Twitter writing prompts you're talking about. Like I do some for Darklina and those are like one tweet or maybe like a short like thread. I love those. But like, if I'm going to do like a one shot or whatever, like a short multi-chapter, yeah, I'll usually just kind of like sit down and see what happens. Like I'll just open up a Word doc. I do have outlines for like my one 25 chapter fit because I got about 19 chapters in and I was like I I have to finish this so like I made myself make an outline but that's just not generally how I write it doesn't it stresses me out more knowing that I have an outline but like I haven't done it I'm like oh you loser like you have the idea just write it so like it for me it's just more detrimental to like my well-being mm -hmm. to, to outline usually but I also have one and I basically abandoned it. I want to go back to it at some point. I was writing a Raylo, she's the man AU where it was like, oh my God. yeah, it was like Ray like goes and pretends to be her brother Poe. Oh my God. Like get on the soccer team. So like I outlined that because I like I watched she's the man and I like decided like, oh, I want this and this and this to happen in each chapter. But then I got two chapters into it and then I just kind of like lost steam. So I was like, ah. so yeah, I usually don't. I don't outline, but I do, I will say the internet for me has been amazing as like ideas for fix. Cause like, I'll see like Instagram. So I don't, I'm not on TikTok cause I feel like it would take up all of my time then. It does. I, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I can't, I can't go down that rabbit hole, but I will watch Instagram reels and you can see mm -hmm. TikToks on there. So like, right. I'll get a lot of ideas for fix actually, especially one shots from Instagram. So like, for example, I have one where it's like, um, it was like a based on this TikToker who is like a daycare chef. And I wrote one, it's called Tortilla Pizza. And it's where like Ben is watching Ray's videos, like my life as a like a chef at a daycare. And then he ends up making tortilla pizza for his niece and it's cute. And then they have a little oh. cute at the grocery store. So like things like that. Or like there's one where it's like I saw a Laura Clary video on Facebook and it was like about how she used to always eat a green apple. And when she was first dating her husband, like she like Bit. like she always had to have a green apple in the middle of the night and like she told him that and then he remembered and it was really sweet like the first night they spent together he had an apple for her it's so, like I wrote one where it was Raylo so it's like I use a lot of like and I just <laughs> so like I use a lot of the internet like as inspiration yeah. like, I think the story's really cute I'm like oh my god let's make it Raylo or oh my god let's make it Darklina like I just wrote a Darklina one where it's like she Alina's like a private chef in the Hamptons and it's based off of that one girl who has those TikToks of like come with me for a day in the life as a, as a private chef in the Hamptons. So it's like stuff like that where it's like I'd see so something. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I think this would be great for a fic. And I'm like, it's fun when like I tweet about something and I write about something and people are like, oh, is that based on this? And I'm like, yes, like you've seen it. You get it. So that's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I kind of love how that's that's been sort of the shift. Um because mm -hmm. I've read a lot of fics too that are like inspired by this TikTok or or mm -hmm. what have you. And I'm just like, wow, like <laughs> now it's real people, like real people inside. Yeah, literally. Fiction, totally. And not just like movies and media. That's so cool. Yeah. Um yeah. So like cycling back to your she's she's a man one. Yeah. Um 
do you, I'm wondering if, and, and maybe this isn't like f- the right question to ask for you in particular, but it just got me thinking of, I'm wondering if it's harder to write um, like movie AUs in a way where it's like mirroring the film because you have to watch the film at the same time and like yeah. write the notes and how you want to, like that's, mm-hmm. I never really thought about that. Cause it's like, yeah. whenever I think about, the fact that I've read AUs, I'm like, wow, these are like pretty spot on. And I'm like, did they just remember everything or yeah. are they watching and writing at the same time? Yeah, no, that's a, okay. That's, I'm going to say that's a great question. Cause like, yeah, the, the season of man one, that's exactly what I did. Like I had it on, like, I was like casting it on my TV and then I had my computer and I was like frantically taking notes and like deciding, Oh, this is going to go here. But, I, and then like, so yeah, so that exactly, I watched the whole thing. And like, that's how I came up with it. But like, I did write once a dark Lena that's based on Mamma Mia. And that was just because I had watched Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia 2 so much that like, I just I knew I was like, okay, well, I want this to happen and this to happen and this to happen. So like, then at that point, I didn't have to watch the movie again, as I was doing it. But it was because I had such an exception knowledge okay. of Mamma Mia. Okay. But I think it just depends. Like, she's the man I hadn't seen it in like 10 years. But um, I was at a soccer match because my boyfriend likes to watch soccer. So we were watching soccer and I was like, I bet I could write Raylo for this. Like, I Mm -hmm. bet Ray would be a really great soccer player. So Yeah. yeah. I love that. Um, I hope that you finish it one day because I'd love to read it. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Like, (laughs) it sounds like a good time. (laughs) Yeah. And it's fun to write. Like, I really, yeah, no, it's fun to write. And like, I like, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I just. I don't know if other writers feel like this, like maybe like if, if anyone can speak on this when you listen to this, um, if I write, like if I'm working on a whip and then like I don't finish it, like I just feel so like, oh my God, I've abandoned this. I've abandoned yeah. it. I need to finish it. But then like that kind of like self-pressure, like there's no pressure from outside forces. No one cares if I finish the story or not. Right. But like it's me that puts pressure on myself. So then it makes it harder. So I don't know if anybody else can speak on that, but. I know that, like, as a reader, not a writer, um, whenever, because I have, like, 12 pages of history (laughs) on AO3 uh, that goes back to 2020. Well, I, here's my thing. I will delete months, months at a time. So, like, July just Mm -hmm. passed. So, I'll go to the very end and be like, has anyone updated within the year? (gasps) Nope. (laughs) I'm going to delete it from my I'm going to delete it, yeah. You're and like, so, like, I can't face I've, this pain. <laughs> I've, re- I've removed so many mm-hmm. fics that just haven't been finished. And I'm like, yeah. life happens, man. Like, totally. I, I get it. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think as a reader from my perspective, I don't take any, like, offense to it at all. I'm just like, you yeah. guys are providing a free service. If you no longer have the energy to do this, it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, totally. I, I don't think, I mean, I'm now, but I can't speak for everyone, and I'm sure there are readers out there who can be a little mean and demanding about stuff, but like for the most part, I'm just like, if you update it, it's like a little surprise for me. If you don't, it's cool. I'm sure you'll mm-hmm. write something else. Um, if like you yeah. haven't just stopped writing altogether, which I know does happen sometimes. Totally, um, yeah. So let's kind of move on to the the next chunk of the pod uh yeah. we're s- sort of start wrapping up but mm-hmm. um in the notes section is kind of just where we can have like a continue like a continued conversation maybe about something that we touched on before mm-hmm. that you might want to um re- talk back to again or if you have something else that maybe we didn't talk about that you want to talk about this is like the floor where you could just 
bring up whatever you whatever you want. <laughs> okay, yeah. No. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> you want to talk? Like, is there anything that like you want to talk about from before? Otherwise, I can just kind of ramble. Whatever. No, no, no. Yeah, like if you want to talk about something in particular that you maybe wanted to talk about when you yeah. decided to be on that we didn't talk about, like you can do that. Otherwise, like you don't have to. It's kind of like a. like a closing notes thing (laughs) no totally I guess for me just like I just really like the fact that fandom is just such a like the people that I've met in fandom like obviously like online um it's just been really just a great experience I guess like I'm just really thankful for it like I posted like a tweet thread of like when it was like my one year anniversary of like posting again which was like I think in in the spring and it was just like this has just been such a great time like meeting other people that are like into the same stuff as me and like are just as enthusiastic about it Mm -hmm. I guess like that's I guess what I wanted to say I just really appreciate fandom for what it is and just like the the people that have been so welcoming like to Mm -hmm. to me and to each other so I guess that was all I wanted to say it sounds so sappy but like that is no I mean it is true and I think that you um like the generalized you not you but like Mm -hmm. It it's always so rewarding, I think, when we can enjoy sort of the space for what it is um, okay. and, like, not take it too seriously. Because I try not to because I'm just like, at the end of the day, we're all just either writing about horny fictional characters <laughs> or reading about horny fictional characters oh. or being completely gross about Adam Driver and having a good time like no we shouldn't be yeah like we shouldn't be nasty to each other or like it it shouldn't be like this thing because it's like we're all just doing the same thing like why calm down guys like Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like for me I try not to take anything seriously uh like when it comes my way that's negative because it's just like like it's most of the time it's just a bunch of strangers anyway and I'm just like you know uh I'm just here having a good time talking about smut uh, on the internet. And yeah. uh, so like whenever someone comes to me about like someone who I mentioned that maybe unsavory, which is like, it, it only happened the once um, mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, I only know what I know. I'll go in and fix it. Cause I don't want anyone to be triggered, but like that's mm-hmm. the end of the conversation, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. And, like you don't, you don't possess all of the knowledge in the world about <laughs> whatever we're talking about, you know? So it's yeah. like, yeah. No, totally. So, so like, I, I would hope that like, you know, my wish is that for other people to just treat it like, you know, it's, it's a hobby. Yeah. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's a great resource. You guys are doing such good work, but like, mm-hmm. I, I think I tweeted this too. It's like at the end of the day, Twitter could be gone tomorrow, you know, and, mm-hmm. and social media could just not exist tomorrow. And then none of it will have mattered anyway. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. treat your time as if it's your time and don't waste your energy on the, the shit stuff and enjoy writing your smut. <laughs> and, yeah, and enjoy reading it. Yeah, and enjoy like, reading yeah, it. Like, totally. Yeah. Like, I, I know for me, like, I'm a much more confident person. Like, I was always, like, a confident-ish person, but, like, also, like, deeply insecure on the inside about, like, what mm-hmm. I like. But, like, fanfic has totally changed that for me. Like, I'll talk to, like, I'll talk to anyone about the fanfic that I write. And, like, yeah, yeah. it was a little nervous to talk about it at first and be like yeah I write smut or like yeah whatever but like now I'm just kind of like no like this is what I like I'm an adult and I can do what I want as long as it's not hurting anybody else I think if that's like kind of the perspective you go in with like I think it's just such a it's such a beautiful space to be in Mm -hmm. you know yeah like living in in the bubble of like not letting 
shit bother me is so nice because it's yeah because like, <laughs> like i don't know every time i feel like every time i log on someone's saying something about reloads and then everyone's reacting to it and i'm like guys this yeah. is what they wanted they wanted the reaction so it's like don't react i know yeah. there's like this desire to defend the thing that you love like 100 but it's like mm-hmm. No one's going to leave us alone. So it's like we can't reply to everybody and, and try to defend the thing that we like to everyone. But yeah. um, I this made me think of the question that I wanted to ask because you said that your family knows that you write fanfic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and not a lot of people who I talk to have like family or like mm-hmm. some people maybe have like one or two close friends, but not a lot of people have like a good generalized circle of people who know that they write. So how, yeah. how did that come about? How'd they find out? Did you tell them like, yeah. like, what, like how, are yeah. they, are, obviously they're supportive if they're, if mm-hmm. you're still doing it. <laughs> yeah, totally. I like, so yeah. So like I mentioned, I'm an only child and I am, I'm really close to my parents. So like when I started writing again, it was kind of a big deal. Cause it was like, I don't know. It's just a big deal for me. Cause I knew that I had written before when I was a kid and like whatever um but yeah so I just like I was so excited about like talking about it with them that I just like told them and then like I kind of thought about it and I was like oh like I really I like I don't like I don't think they'll read it but like I don't want you know so like I did send because like my dad you know he loves to read and he he reads a lot of like fantasy and a lot of sci-fi so like you know like once in a while like I've read him stuff and I've sent both my parents stuff but I did, I remember like when I first started writing Smut, I like sent him like the multi-chapter I was working on. I was like, okay, but like, if you're going to read this, like you totally can, like if you want to be supportive or whatever, but like, don't read chapter eight. Cause I was like the first like Smut chapter in the story. I was like, don't read chapter eight. So it was like a yeah. whole thing. But yeah. And then I think like just with the, the broader circle of people in my life that know, like, yeah, like I'll talk to any friend about it. Like, I'll just bring it up. I'll be like, yeah, so this is what I do in my free time. Uh, yeah. And then because I was, posting on my personal Twitter when I first started, like even people that like I went to college with or even that I went to high school with who like know me, but like we're not maybe in close contact anymore in real life. Like they would obviously see stuff. And then like once in a while, like they'll bring it up. Like if I see them later on, they'll be like, hey, are you still doing that that fanfic stuff? And I'll be like, yeah, I am actually. I just switched <laughs> over to a different Twitter. So like, I yeah. don't know, for me, like I don't, I don't work in any sort of job where it's like I have to like be super like, oh, like straight, you know, like so, you know, right, I just right. kind of, I do what I do in my free time on the internet, you know, and it's, you know, my that's so it's probably like super rewarding although for me i don't work in any in a place either where i have to be like buttoned up straight laced but i Mm -hmm. do not talk about like my pod or fanfic at work (laughs) so like my co-workers know that i have a podcast about fan fiction but then right. like my boss is like, oh, what is it about? I was like, I cannot tell you. I'm not yeah, going exactly. <laughs> yeah, totally. no, totally. like, Some of my coworkers know too, but like I haven't been, like I told them I write uh, fan- Star Wars fan fiction. Like yeah. I said, I haven't gone into yeah. any details, you know, because I'm like, right. you know, like what I do on my own time, I think is, yeah. So Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then obviously like my friends know that I read it and some of my friends yeah. listen to the podcast. So like, right. yeah, like I, I, it's always cool when you have people that are uh interested or that also predominantly like read uh because then you like have things to talk about like i'm usually the mm-hmm. um the i don't want to say beta reader but like i guess maybe that's what <laughs> it is so like i'll read through a fic first and okay, then yeah. i'll be like if my friend like will like might like it then i send it to her <laughs> okay yeah it's <laughs> like she doesn't because she doesn't like to to read uh certain things or or she's not really into it as much as i am but i'll be like hey 
here's this pick and then she'll be like mm-hmm. is it good and i'm like i'll let you know so like i'll read through it and then i'll be like yeah you'll like it um mm-hmm. there's oh my gosh there was this one pick and i'm so mad that i cannot remember the name of it <laughs> and who wrote it but it was like uh uh oh my god it was like he kylo was a was he a classical pianist but he was also like a hitman um and she was and she was um like a violinist and she had a violin that was given to her by luke and it was like all about protecting the violin because the violin was worth like all this money and Mm -hmm. and like that's the gist of the base of the fic if anyone remembers (laughs) does that what this is called is that um l is that dies irate because like i know she has a lot of like classical like au's and stuff and like by the way i don't know one of my favorite writers ever i don't know if that is one of her fics because like she's written so many good ones so i don't know if that's her yeah yeah. it it's it was one of like at the time when i read it it was one of the best goddamn stories (laughs) that i have ever read yeah the way that she described how he played the piano and like how just aggressive he was with the piano and like the like the smut suits were so good and then she took it down she took it down and was like i'm gonna rewrite it and i was like no yeah (laughs) and then and then i i didn't keep up with the rewriting because i didn't Uh know like how often she was going to update and i cannot remember for the life of me what it was called so if anyone knows that fic it's like i think the violin is called like a strad and it was given to to Ray, who was an orphan, by Luke, I think. And they they had originally met when they were kids. And like he becomes like a hitman, and she I don't know, like it's it's so good. Or like that sounds amazing. It's, <laughs> literally, it was the so like I read that fic and I gave it to her, and she fucking loved it too. And then mm. we were both so sad when she took it down yeah. <laughs> to rewrite it. And I'm like, so like whenever I read a good fic, I'm like okay it's it's a finished fic i think you'll like it but there's mm-hmm. also a chance that they could get taken down so like you have to read it you have to read it like now i'm like yeah. i started because like i know like what it's like when you have a bookmark or you have a fave and then it just suddenly isn't there it's gone started, yeah like, yeah like i've started like if there's a fic that i love and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna want to read this again which i do end up going back to reread them i'll just download it to my phone and i'm like i have it in my app like i That's know it's smart. here that's yeah, so smart like, and then i go back and reread some of my like i just need like a comfort fix like i don't sometimes i, I don't want to go through all my bookmarks i'll just like go into outside the overdrive app on my phone for like my library books but i'll just go into that i'll be like oh i know i have it right here so oh man that's so mm-hmm. smart i should download so, my bookmarks because yeah. i have quite a few mm-hmm. um because nothing nothing makes me more sad than going through a bookmark <laughs> and seeing that it was deleted by the author and i'm like well, yeah like this it? work is now hidden and yeah you're like, no, which one is it now i'll never know (laughs) totally totally oh my god but like i know i I know people do it for reasons and a lot of the times it's like either you know they they're going to publishing or like which is always always fun to see that amazing yeah um no for sure yeah um cool so Mm -hmm. uh the new segment to the pod this this season is uh called i like it when and the way that i pitch this is someone's asking you about fan fiction and you're trying to get them to read fan fiction but the only way that you can kind of convince them to read it is by saying i like it when blank so like how would you pitch fan fiction to someone who has never read it 
mm-hmm. and might be interested, but like you have to only say, I like it one blank. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love this. Okay. Give me one second. Let me see. <sighs> okay. I like it when there's an outlet for these characters that I love to live in whatever reality exists in my head. And now I can see it written on a computer screen. Awesome. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a good one. And I, yeah, cause it's true. Um, mm-hmm. Like if you think it, it probably exists. So like, yeah. that's kind of like why I love fan fictions. There's literally something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like you can just, if you love just a good G rated, like soft coffee shop, you got it. You, you yeah, can find it's it. There. It's there. And if it's not, you can write it. And that's an amazing it. thing. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. No, totally. Um, that's a good one. Oh. And mm-hmm. I definitely would look more into it if I was not into fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And like for me too, like the whole like imagining like whatever like world you have in your head. I don't know if this comes from being an only child. So only children sound off if you've done this. Uh, it's me. I'm an only child. Yeah. Would you ever, okay, just like sit or like lay on your floor and then just like imagine you were living in some like, uh, like either in a TV show that you liked or like oh, yeah. whatever. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. like that's where I think it comes from too. Or I'm just like, why wouldn't I just write it down that I totally made up the whole scenario in my head already. Yeah. So. Cause I was a big reader growing up. Mm-hmm. So like you, well, where you went outside, I stayed inside and like to read and like yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. and like to kind of just be alone indoors and it's still mm-hmm. that way as an adult but like yeah. uh but yeah no like it only children I feel like are the most imaginative but um mm-hmm. at least the ones that I've met but we're also the most stubborn so like yeah no don't totally. like I'm still selfish with my stuff and my space okay. so like <laughs> and my time I'm like I need oh my, oh my god time. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> um yeah yeah being an only child definitely um has has its upsides and downsides so mm-hmm. um yeah, so cool. And then uh, we'll go down to the kudos, which is where yeah. you just sort of give, if you have like an author or a fanfic that you're reading that you kind of want to give a shout out to, you don't have to. I know that does put some people on the spot. Um, yeah. And then uh, where I just ask like, what's what's one good thing about the fanfic community that you enjoy slash like and why? Okay. Yeah. So I guess like in terms of like writers that like I find myself going back, like reading again and again, like obviously Liz like with it's a long way to the top and just all of her stuff and now she's into Dark Lita which is so exciting oh that's good good yeah so like (laughs) definitely check out her stuff um and I mentioned earlier Dies I Write L um she's amazing and like some of like she has like a lot of classical like and modern I use and just like a lot of her stuff is like beautiful and she does angst really well in a way that like I'm not usually an angst reader but I will read hers so it's like that's really cool um there's so many fics another one that I really like is um oh you might like this because it's ABO it's a werewolf's guide to wooing your soulmate by Sarah Starling that's a really good one and I thought of you like when I was thinking of ABO fics I was like I bet Ben would be into this so like yeah so that one's really good I wonder if I've read that one that sounds familiar in title I'll have to check that one out yeah that Mm -hmm. sounds familiar that one's really good and then, oh, there's just so many. Okay, the last one I'm going to mention is Saving What We Love by Nabu Jakku. And they're, I don't think they're on, like, Twitter or AO3 anymore, but, like, their fix are all still up. But they have a lot of really good stuff that I'm 
obsessed with. Oh, and Mel, there's just so many of Melly's. <laughs> okay, I gotta stop now. But there's, <laughs> I'm like, there's so many good ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then like all of the Dark Lena moots that I have, like they're all amazing. Like the the first person that comes to mind is Maggie. She's great. Um, she writes Dark Lena specifically. But like, yeah, there's just like it's just such a cool community on both sides, like on Raylo and Dark Lena. So like, if I didn't mention you, but we're moots, I love you, and you know that. So like, I'm thinking of you. Yeah, there's 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 so many to men- so many to mention that it's really hard to like yeah. recommend just one. I usually yeah it's it's hard especially yeah, it's like, hard. well and then that's why i love like saturday support club because i'm like give yeah me, give me everyone that mm-hmm. I, so i can read more things um yeah uh let's see who i want who do i want to talk about today i think yeah because i'm reading quite a few obviously diet squill updated little queen at the time of recording so i definitely read that and i'm um, saving that one i want to read it so oh bad, my god it's almost done I can't it's got wait. five I'm chapters <laughs> i've been like saying like ever since i listened to your episode with diet school i'm like i need to read it's, that it's so <laughs> freaking good that I is know, a, i can't wait that is a stop everything and read every time it updates i literally mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of ones that I haven't shouted out yet. Um, <laughs> oh no. Uh, let's see. What's this one? Um, no, <laughs> I'm reading all the ones that I've already talked about. Right. And you're like, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, totally. Um, okay. Let me just scroll and then stop. Let's see. Scroll yeah. and stop. Scroll and stop. You do it. Yeah. Uh, what it means. Oh yeah. Okay. Is this technically, is this technically a monster pick? I don't know. Um, what it means to be human by aberrant wren i'll link it below it is um sort of like even though i haven't seen it mm-hmm. what's that what's that movie that everyone liked where it was like he was the sea monster and she found him downstairs and they're uh, shape of shape of shape of water it's not it's it's kind of like that and it's sort of like how she finds him so basically Mm -hmm. she works at first order labs um there and then like down like the elevator malfunctions and it sends her downstairs to this like secret lab where they're Mm -hmm. experimenting on people and she finds like a basically like inhuman like kylo ren situation i think i might have read this (laughs) well yeah yeah it's like seven chapters done out of question mark but he's like uh what did she describe him as in this is a lab experiment uh he doesn't know english very well oh she's a kylo kylo is just a sweet cat is one of the tags so like he's like very like cat-like and but like his eyes change colors like too Mm -hmm. so like if he's mad they glow like red uh yeah it's very cute that sounds He's very adorable. Okay, no, I haven't read that, but I will definitely yeah. put that on my list. Oh my I God. will link it down below. It's not yeah. done yet at the time of recording. It's only seven sure. chapters, like I said, but um, yeah. that one's been really fun to read. And I guess yeah. that would be considered monster fucking, but they hadn't had sex yet. So, okay. but um, to be determined. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I do. I do like that one. So I'll yeah. link that. Um, yeah. Cool. And no, then, no um, where can people find you online? 
<laughs> yeah, so they can find me either on AO3 or on Twitter at Sunday Wolf Song, which is the username I used when I wrote fan fiction as a child. So I just kind of stuck with it. I'm like, well, consistency. <laughs> so yeah, you can find me there. Awesome. And then yeah. uh, so I'll have Twitter link your, your Twitter links below as well as a link yeah. to the, your AO3 if people want to check out your Relo and or Dark Lena fix. Mm-hmm. Um and then for me, guys, uh, you know the drills, all the all the socials. I'm on Twitter at book, BNB underscore pod. Uh, Instagram, bookmarked and busy pod or podcast. I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> um, I just got on TikTok. Uh, I think it's bookmarked and busy podcast on TikTok. I'll link everything below. There's so many. Um, <laughs> be sure to follow um, Geeky Waffles on Twitter, geeky underscore waffles. And then if you have any questions or you want to be on the pod, um, there is a form that you could fill out to be on the pod below and on my Twitter at the pinned link. Um, sorry, pen tweet. And then send questions to my email. Um, Twitter is uh, where you can find a Saturday support club. So every Saturday, it's where I fish around for people to recommend fix that are under three 300 kudos or less or from a l- smaller authors on socials who maybe not, don't have quite a big following yet and every once in a while i'll do a one tweet fic uh post where i'll give you a prompt and you guys have to write a story using that prompt in one tweet only um just like get those brain juices one you guys are really good at it so far <laughs> i've loved everything that you guys uh write and all the people that you recommend so uh be sure to follow on twitter for those um, but yeah, so I mean, thanks for coming on. This is such a good conversation. No, it's just like the Raylo Darklina pipeline. Like I love it. Like it's just it's great. So there's so many yeah. good authors. There's so many. Um, and, and obviously like if you follow any of us or like any previous guest on Twitter, you're bound to find more authors to read from. So I highly recommend just like perusing the, the Raylo space. Cause you'll find like, like I said, there's a pipeline. You'll find mm-hmm. like Germany. Dr- yeah. Right. Which I was never into before. Yeah. Like, the end of this, or like Pansy Parkinson and Neville Longo. Yeah. I'm like I would have never yeah. expected this, but I like it. Yeah, there's like a mix. It's not just Rayla. You'll find like, you know, Harry Potter, yeah. you'll find Darklina, you'll find the newly minted Hell Cheer. Yeah. Um, a bunch of people are the next pipeline has been Sandman. So like you'll get some cool yes, Sandman. Yeah, oh yeah. Like it's it's okay. happening, guys. So yeah. Sandman, I believe, is where I said mm-hmm. that's kind of like the next thing. And then yeah, Clyde yeah. Philia is yeah. huge. Um, which I love talking about Clydephilia now that I know what it's about and I get to see like all the cool Clydephilia fics that are coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I was saying at the time of recording, we're about to start um, Raylo Spirit Week. uh, (gasps) Yeah. Volume two, right? Yeah. The second year. So I will be sure to link below the threads that that maybe like i think there might be a master thread i'm not sure but i'll i'll try to find as much as i can to link in the show notes so that when this does come out because it'll probably be over by the time this comes out you guys mm-hmm. can go back to read them so i'm really excited i love when it's like like a, a celebration week so then it's good to read so many good fix <laughs> yeah it's amazing like, there's just so much content and it's just incredible <laughs> 
yeah i'm i'm jazz so mm-hmm. yeah well um again thank you for being on and i had a really good time um even though we kind of went all over the place <laughs> yeah no totally and thank you so much for having me on and yeah sorry that i just tend to ramble so oh no for, this is the listening perfect, and chatting this is the yeah. perfect place to ramble i really don't okay. mind <laughs> uh cool well to everyone yeah. listening um next week's guest will be someone that i've been talking to a little bit they were going to be on my panel at emerald city comic-con which i had to cancel because of COVID and monkey box which like boo Mm -hmm. but um i will be talking to author leggies so i'm really excited to talk to her because i've read uh, a good chunk of her fix so yeah um i will see everyone in the next episode you guys have a great rest of your day bye